Welcome to another edition of The Raven Narratives. I'm Sarah Severson. And I'm Tom Yoder. We're the co-producers of The Raven Narratives. Our next story that you're going to hear in this podcast came from what we call our Cracker Jack Box. And let me explain a little bit. The Cracker Jack Box is an opportunity for audience members at our live events to put their name into the Cracker Jack Box. And at the end of intermission, we pull one name out of that box and that person gets to go up on stage and tell a four-minute story. We want to give props to the Rabbit Box, which is a live storytelling event in Athens, Georgia, that gave us the idea for the Cracker Jack Box. They have some exceptional stories that you can find at rabbitbox.org. The story you're about to hear was from one of our Cracker Jack Box storytellers, Amy Hartline, who told her story at the Durango Arts Center in February of 2016. Amy lives in Mancus, Colorado, and spends her time exploring the outdoors, practicing yoga, gardening, painting, cooking, and studying wellness. A student of life, Amy's most humbling, wise, and inspiring teacher has been her nine-year-old son, Gus. Here's Amy's story. So we're going to pull this name out of the hat. Amy Hartline, please come on up. She is going to... (laughs) Tell a four-minute story right off the cuff about, loosely about um, wild places. So wherever Amy is. Oh, come on out. Yep, come on up, Amy. Wow, what a funny night. (laughs) Um, As I was listening to the different stories this evening and hearing about the Cracker Jack box, uh, I was just reminded of a story that happened to me years ago, almost 20 years ago. Um, when I was out in the wilderness, I was out in uh, the wilds of uh, Pennsylvania. And um, that land and, and that country has always been home for me. And I was out with a group of, uh, of students, and I was taking them on a backpacking trip. And um, the trip was about two weeks long, and we were towards the tail end of it. And as much as I love people. I also really love space (laughs) and alone time. And um, I remember on one particular evening out with this group of adolescents, um, we came across a shelter at at the camp. And uh, it was just a really simple shelter, but all the students were really, really excited to sleep in the shelter. And I was really excited to not, (laughs) and to have that space and to have that time to myself. And so I I walked away from the shelter that evening as things kind of wound down for the evening. And um, I set up my my sleeping bag and I I set up my thermorest under the stars. Um, And I was maybe 300 feet away from the shelter and, and all of these adolescents and um, I curled into my bag for the night and I fell asleep. And uh, that night um, I woke up because I, I heard a sound. And um, what I heard was just like a little bit of crunching. And so I just I sat up in my sleeping bag and um, I kind of felt around me because I couldn't see very much. You know, it was, it was very dark out. And, um, and I found some little rocks. And I just kind of picked up those little rocks and I had them in my hand and I could hear something crunching and the sound was over near where a lot of the students that I was working with had put their backpacks. And so 
I just started grabbing the rocks and thinking, you know, in Pennsylvania in the summertime um, with a bunch of kiddos' bags that there's probably a bunch of raccoons. And so I just started chucking them <laughs> um, in that, that general direction. And uh, that crunching sound kind of, it subsided. And uh, a new sound showed up and it, <laughs> it was like a, a sort of a snorting sound. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I love that this is what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> And so um, I started to feel afraid. And uh, like that kind of afraid where your whole core kind of freezes up and you get kind of stiff from the inside, kind of like I feel right now. <laughs> and um, I started hearing footsteps and they, they started coming towards me. And they were the kind of footsteps that you can feel. Like you can feel the vibration on the ground kind of a thing. And I got really, really afraid. And then I could smell it. And it was um, musky. And uh, I just had this moment of feeling really alone. Um, I felt really far from all the people that weren't really that far away. And um, I then could make out the silhouette of um, a bear. And it was walking straight towards me. And I had this moment where I was like, okay, Aim, you can get up and you can face this bear, or you cannot. <laughs> <laughs> and so I took my sleeping bag and curled it over around my shoulder and curled up into the fetal position. <laughs> and I kept hearing, feeling the steps. And that bear came up and put its nose against my sacrum, like the way a dog does when it butts up against you. And it worked its way up my spine, sniffing and butting up against me, up to my neck, around to my head. And during this trip, I had been reading a book. I had been <laughs> reading Tuesdays with Maury. <laughs> and all I could think about is if I go, I want to go gracefully. <laughs> and I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and that bear walked, and it walked around the front of me, and it just walked away. And I remember lying in the sleeping bag and this really specific breathing happening for me that was, I couldn't control it. I just remember going like <sighs> and just laid there and just felt the thaw start to happen so slowly before I could get my voice back to call out, before I could move and come back into my body again. and. Um, I think it just reminded me of the power and the simplicity of wildness in my wild experience of fear, in my desire for connection, in my love of space alone, 
and um, and it just was, and nobody got to see it <laughs> or feel it, <laughs> and it wasn't very long. It was just my story. So thanks for letting me share tonight. <laughs> Thanks for that story, Amy. To hear more stories like this one, subscribe to the Raven Narratives podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. And don't forget to share this story with your friends. If you want to pitch your story for a future Raven Narratives storytelling event, go to ravennarratives.org and fill out the form on the contact page. You can also see a gallery of our storytellers and find out what the themes will be for future events. The Raven Narratives is a production of KSJD Community Radio in Cortez, Colorado. Find out more at ksjd.org. Support for the Raven Narratives comes from Red Scarf Shots Photography Studio in Durango, Colorado. Find out more at redscarfshots.com. Now for an outtake. <laughs> A student of life, Amy's most humbling, wise, and inspiring teacher has been her nine-year-old son, Gus. Here's Amy's story. Thanks for that story, Amy. It was a short story. (laughs) (laughs) That was so good. It was just like very subtle. It was like really minimal, wasn't it? Very minimal. You know, like I hardly heard it.